What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Rebecca Bastian, who's the CEO and co-founder of Own Trail. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Doing well. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're working on at, at Own Trail. So, for those who haven't heard of it, what is Own Trail? What are you working on? Yeah, OwnTrail, um, which is OwnTrail.com for anyone that, that wants to check it out. It's a platform that's really focused on advancing women, both systemically and individually, um, through a sharing of authentic, nonlinear life paths. So we're essentially um, creating this huge de- database of women's journeys through life, and we're creating connection and inspiration and um, empowerment through that content. So kind of walk me through the, the someone wants to find this for the first time. They just landed on your website just now. Um, what does it look like? What can they experience? What's kind of like, uh, yeah, like the user experience if someone wants to kind of dive down the rabbit hole, uh, you know, of your website and, and on own trail? Yeah. So, you know, I think the, the first kind of rabbit hole that most um, first time visitors will fall into is seeing that there's this huge collection of all these different trails through life. So each trail is basically a series of interconnected milestones. And those are milestones that span our personal and professional lives and that really go deep into the experiences that have impacted us the most or made us who we are. So what you're not gonna see is kind of these picture perfect end results that you might find on your, your standard social media platform, or you're not gonna see you know like a linear looking resume like you might find on LinkedIn. But what you see is really the, you know, what we've made it through, what obstacles we've overcome, what defining moments we've experienced, what we aspire to in the future, um, with real authenticity and, um, and with real kind of personal professional life integration. And, um, you know, you'll probably end up spending some time digging into those because they're absolutely phenomenal. And then most women, once they've spent some time really being inspired by the trails of other women and both, you know, seeing the many different possibilities for where they could go, seeing people who look like them in the places that they aspire to, um, are often then inspired to share their own journey, um, realizing that we all have a story to tell and you don't have to be at a certain place in your life or have certain accomplishments to have that be a really valuable um, journey to share. And so then then those women might go on to, to share their own trail. And um, that is a very um, empowering experience in and of itself to really own our journeys and own our narratives. But then that also gives inspiration to others too. 
love the analogy of a, of a trail and it's so true i mean that you go on any social media and it's just like you see like the perfect version of someone and that's like you know we all sure know nothing's perfect but i think you know i think this is a great great thing you're doing and it leads me to think you know why'd you get started with this what's the origin of the story for own trail and you know you know why'd you decide to get started building this out yeah, so it was actually the the origin story is is kind of interesting because it was one of those accidental entrepreneurship stories where I I didn't even set out to start a company. Um, I had been at Zillow for fifteen years. I was vice president of product there for for quite a while, and then I for my last couple of years there as vice president of community and culture, um, and which was a role in a team that I created really based on my passion. So my background really came from that intersection of product strategy and social impact and creating equitable systems. And I loved the work I was doing. Um, what happened is I wrote a book. Um, the book is called Blaze Your Own Trail. And it's this kind of choose your own adventure style exploration of women's life paths. So the book goes through um, the journey of a woman and you, the reader, are that woman. And at the end of each chapter, you make a decision which tells you where to go next. And so there's 19 different endings and all these different paths. And it really explores the different experiences that, that we have as women um, and really embracing the idea that there is no one right path. So what happened is I, I basically had signed with a publisher and was waiting for it to come out and started playing around with what I thought would be a really awesome book launch website, um, you know, embracing the idea that there's so many different paths outside of the, you know, 19 different endings in the book and how could we just kind of capture those in a way that would be fun and, and help promote the book. Um, what ended up happening is I started having just some really big ideas around problems to be solving in this space and, and how that... Um, visibility into authentic life paths can really start to solve some of the problems that we experience as, as women in terms of the confidence we feel and the our, our ability to really go after our visions and um, and change the systems that hold us back. And so it became a big vision completely separate from the book. I ended up attracting this really world-class team to work on it. And we all ended up quitting our jobs to do it. I, I do have a question about the, um, the the difference between, you know, being an executive at a, at a fairly large tech company now working on this, you know, as a founder of a company or sorry, co-founder of a, and leading, leading a, a early stage startup. What are, have been some of the things that have like maybe surprised you about the differences between, you know, leading kind of a, a larger department of a large company to working on an early stage startup? Is there things that you've learned or things that have surprised you along the journey so far? Yeah, I mean, I think so I had been spending several years being an advisor to startups um, to women led startups. So fortunately, I, I think I had largely prepared myself for <laughs> a lot of the, um, you know, so it was less of a surprise, but still a, a really big change. And you know, I'd been at Zillow since the very beginning. So I had that early startup experience there, but not as you know, it being my own company, which is a completely different experience. And then especially as CEO, I mean, the learning curve has been huge in terms of, um, you know, I come from a product background, so that part's easy for me, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm managing all of our financials and I'm fundraising and I'm, um, you know, doing sales now that we're starting to monetize. <laughs> and, um, you know, and my co-founder um, is amazing at kind of the, the community building and brand building piece of it. So fortunately we have some some um, good share of talents there and our, our VP of engineering is amazing. And so 
really good team, but yeah, I'm, I'm having to learn a lot of new skills that I just didn't have before. Um, and of course, not surprising, but a huge change is going from being really well-resourced to really scrappy. And that just, um, it, I don't know, I, I really do find that constraints can breed creativity in a lot of ways. And so we're really trying to embrace that and early stage startup, um, you know, especially a mission driven startup where you don't have people just, you know, shoveling millions of dollars at you constantly. It's, um, it, you learn to be really scrappy, but those constraints can really make you more creative and really more intentional about what, what the most important thing to be working on is at any moment. Yeah, absolutely. That I, I I do agree that constraints breed creativity. Um, yeah, because you kind of you kind of have to be creative, you know, uh, when 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 you have limited resources. For you, what do you spend? You know, as you're a co-founder of this, you know, so you split, you know, some of the leadership with, with your co-founder. What are you spending your time on? You know, as you're working on, on the company, and kind of how do you? I guess two questions. There's that. What do you spend your time on as you're working on this? And then two. How do you um, kind of make sure that you're only working on those and like protect yourself from distractions and things that might help you lose focus? Because that's something I'm, I'm very bad at. So I'm kind of curious, kind of curious how you think about that too. Yeah. So um, I'm, well, right now I'm in the middle of raising our pre-seed round. So that is time consuming. Um, I do all of our, you know, kind of product management <laughs> type work because that's, that, um, that's my background and that's really something I love doing. Um, I, I, care about, you know, being there for and connecting with our small but mighty team. And, you know, so kind of the leadership role there, but also in the early days, like we've been growing completely organically so far. So that means that honestly, the co-founders are one of our bigger marketing channels. So getting out there and just, you know, doing talks and spreading the word. And um, we're trying to be really transparent about our process as well. So, you know, really writing about our, our startup experience and highlighting the inspiring women that are making up our community as well. So um, I would say like some, some distractions are, are good, like intentional distractions, if you will. So I, I do a lot of time boxing in terms of what I need to get done in a day and making room for the different aspects. I mean, I'm also a mother of two small children and um and I rely on creative outlets for peace of mind as well. And, you know, all the, all the things. Um, so, you know, I take, I have set aside a certain amount of time every week to have meetings with strangers, for example. Um, and I, I have, you know, usually two or three kind of virtual coffee chats with people I didn't know before each week. And that has led to amazing opportunities and insights and connections. So like, you know, way you could say those things are kind of distractions. Um, but I think if you're really intentional about creating space for those and why you're doing that, um, it, it's much better. I think that if I were purely focused on just the things that had really clear ROI in terms of what needed to be done, there would be a big miss there in terms of a lot of the, the inspiration that there is to get in the world. And if you were to take your day to day and the inspiration and all that and kind of look out five years, 10 years, 15 years in, into the future, what, what does OwnTrail look like then? Or I guess in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in? Yeah, I mean, we're going to be the largest platform worldwide for supporting women through their lives. Um, and it's going to look like both, you know, this, this huge data set of women's life paths that can be used to kind of facilitate connections between women to lift each other up and inspiration and support and guidance as we go through our journeys. But we're also through that, 
creating data in aggregate that can fill in a lot of the gaps that exist about women's lives. So right now there are decisions being made about women without accurate data. And there's belief systems held about women without accurate data. And I mean, that's something that I kind of proved to myself as I was writing this book that has a lot of research that's woven into it. There's just, there's huge missing pieces of data, especially when you're looking intersectionally at what women experience in their lives. And so by filling in those gaps, we're, we're going to change the very systems and belief systems that impact us. And we're going to lift ourselves and each other up and change or, or um, move or dismantle those glass ceilings in the process. So we have a pretty huge vision for, um, for systemic change that impacts all women and reaches them where they are and, and how they need it. And, and to make the vision happen, you know, it takes a village to make these things work. And luckily, we, we have a community full of listeners that are here ready to help. So my question for you is, how can the forward thinking founders community help you make this happen? Um, are you looking for, you know, capital? Are you hiring, looking for users or like customers, partnerships, anything like that? How can the community assist? Thank you for asking. Um, I would love every one of your listeners that identifies as a woman to share her trail on own trail ontrail.com. Um, and for anyone that is part of a corporate women's network that feels like the programming that we're building could be helpful to their network in terms of advancing women within your company, I would love to talk to the leaders of that network. Um, and for anyone who's looking for, you know, that extra, um, help and support and community for a change they might be navigating in their lives or, um, or aspirations that, that you're looking to reach, we have this Trail Guides cohort program that we've recently launched as well. And so that's a great way to get deeper involved in really taking action. And um, that can be found from ontrail.com, clicking on the, the Trail Guides link there. So um, lots of, and we are raising, uh, <laughs> we're raising a pre-seed round. So capital is great as well. So yeah, there's, there's really a way for everyone to, to be part of this journey right now. And let's say there are people listening, and I'm sure there are that want to get involved in some capacity. How can they find you online? What's your website one more time? Are you on social, email? You know, how, how can someone reach out if they're interested? Yeah, so ontrail.com, O-W-N-T-R-A-I-L.com. And, um, and then ontrail and myself, Rebecca Bastion, are on all the different platforms. So follow along on, um, you know, Instagram and Twitter. And, um, I'm very reachable via LinkedIn and, um, yeah, get, get in touch. I, I would love to connect more with your community. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Best of luck building this out. And thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders coming at you live from the radio station in Forward Thinking City. What is Forward Thinking City? Forward Thinking City is the number one place for people to break into tech and startups from anywhere in the world. Um, As part of Forward Thinking City, we have AMAs with some of the top founders and investors in the game. In addition, we have educational content on how to fundraise from top investors, how to build products in days, if not, you know, hours using no-code tools like Webflow and Adalo. We also have plenty of opportunities for you to meet other residents, for you to exchange ideas, for you to potentially hire residents, for you to potentially, you know, invest in residents or get investment, things like that. This all goes down in Forward Thinking City. If you are interested in joining the city as a resident, go to forwardthinking.city and become a resident for $20 a month. Or if you're just interested to see what's going on in the city, feel free to come to an AMA for free. Just go to forwardthinking.city and RSVP to one of the free events. But if you want full access, 
to all the networking events, to all the educational resources, and all the events we have to offer. Become a resident for $20 a month, and you will be able to experience all the city has to offer. All right, I'll see you on the other side. See you there.